Our show today was brought to you by X-Tax Pros. Where do I get my paperwork done for the IRS or my bookkeeping? Well, I go to xtaxpros.com. Yes, this is Rebecca Love, and I actually use them. If you're in Nevada and need an accountant, go to xtaxpros.com. Their phone number is 702-253-7499. Enjoy the show. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, hear... What does that mean, anyway? Hey, listen up! All rise for the Skinamax Bee Queen of Late Night, the brunette dynamo herself, the fan-fucking-tabulous Rebecca Love! And now, Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love! Hi, I am Rebecca Love, and this is Talking Dirty. Um, we can't do this show without my co-host, though. Let me just uh, bring her aboard. She's beautiful. She's blonde. She's very fetishy, and uh, she's a lot of fun. And she will mind fuck you any day you want her to, as long as you pay for it. Her name is Jocelyn Stone. Is your pay? Bitch ain't free. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you pay for it, she'll mind fuck you. She'll mind fuck you sometimes and you won't even know it. And that's for free. That's (laughs) absolutely true. It is so true. (laughs) Even Nexus goes, she mind fucks me most of the time. See? It's confirmed. And and a lot of it. A lot of the time, he's just watching me on on um, Bego and stuff like that. So, and yeah, he's learning how to read my little tiny brain now. You're enjoying Bego, huh? Um, I have my moments. I have oh. my moments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're they're bringing the hammer down on some bullshit, and it's like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to stick around for this. You know, yeah. so yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. This see how it plays out. Right. Right. But I'm I'm making some friends and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 fun. It's fun. It is because it's vanilla fun. It, it's an acquired taste. It's, yeah, it's like an avocado right there at the ripe stage. One more avocados. day and you'll you'll throw it away. Mm. <laughs> I- I understand that. Yep. Well, guess what? Our show today is brought to you by Andy Byen. Andy Byen is part of the fan club. And I don't know if Andy ever comes into the chat room, though. I've, I don't think I've ever seen him in here participating. Oh, Andy. I don't no, but him. he does the secret gifts. Like he's right up there getting the that free shit sent oh, to you. Poke at him. We got to poke mm-hmm. at him. Where are you, Andy? We miss you in the chat room. Maybe he's not a discorder. Maybe that's not his thing because it takes some getting used to. Truly does. In the chat room. For real, we've learned too many bad things from Jocelyn. You don't have to do the stuff I do. (laughs) That's what she's there for. She will do them. You don't even have to double dog dare. Uh Uh-uh. That's true. That's 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 true. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Andy, for participating into the fan club and helping us, you know, put this podcast together. And well, let's face it, pay for the fucking uh, bandwidth, Lipson, all that, because it does take money to have a podcast and time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears. I just sit here and wait while she does the blood, sweat, and tears. I do as I'm told when it comes to this. <laughs> yeah, but I don't always get it right. That's why we have you guys okay. out there. You <laughs> guys out there, tell me what's wrong and I will go fix it because I don't have time to listen to every single podcast over again. But I sometimes I think I get it right and then other times like, Mm-mm. not so much, honey. No, you missed a, you missed a spot. And I make sure that I listen to them and give feedback. It takes candy bars to make a podcast, huh? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you pay me in candy bars, I am all about chocolate. 
dark chocolate. Don't give her the cheap shit. It'll piss her off and she'll talk crap about you on a podcast. I will talk crap about you if you give me milk chocolate, you cheap bastard. Hershey's? No. Uh, Hershey's makes a dark chocolate. Not my favorite, but it does make a dark chocolate. My new favorite, the mint dark chocolate Kit Kats. Yep. Didn't even know they did that. They do it now. It's new. Just a little sugar, sex, and magic. Interesting. Hmm, sounds like you're stirring up a brew over there. <laughs> <laughs> sounds delicious. So what's keeping you dirty this week, Jocelyn? My God, what is? Um, oh, I busted out the black light and did some photos in. I, I don't know why I decided to get a body stocking that was white. Ooh, but with the black light? That was awesome. That was, yeah, that set of photos was fucking cool. <laughs> That's a good idea. I oh, get- Jimmy's having a hard time getting sound. I think he's in the wrong room. Jimmy. All, I see you. <laughs> you want to you wanna hunt him down? Um, I, uh, <sighs> what else have I been doing? Bego photos. Um, I did a little video. So... Um, in fact, Badoop, did you see that video? Cause I did a, a little special special for Badoop because he's always helping me, um, in Bego. He's, it, it's gotten to the point where I congratulate him if I win a battle because it's because of him that I won it. So I mm. sent him, um, the black light. I was just thinking about it and I'm like, you know, this looks kind of cool. And I started rubbing my boobs and stuff and I'm like, Oh yeah, I need to be recording this. <laughs> I recorded it. It's only like five minutes, but it was okay. Yeah, awesome video. You liked it. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. He's the only one that's seen it though. Eventually I'll throw it around, but Badoop is the only one that's gotten the video. Oh, so you're gonna see it like on your OnlyFans on Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, probably yeah. But then again, I put stuff on everything. Do you do that when you do a video? Do um, you put it everywhere? Well, it depends. Um, I only have OnlyFans really that can accept oh. certain videos, right? Sometimes I'll go over to Pornhub for marketing purposes. Even our podcast, I'll stick on Pornhub. And we get a lot. We get more views on Pornhub than we do on YouTube. <laughs> But I, I want, just like Plexstorm, we're streaming on Plexstorm. I just want to get it out there in case somebody's missing that opportunity. And it's every avenue. Something that I found out that like the new generation, your words stuck with me. Somebody, a, a thousand people turn um, 18 every day. So the new stuff is like uh, many vids or um, I want clips and stuff like that, not just clips for sale. OnlyFans is pretty big, but I've also got my website and I have Southern Charms. So I literally put it on every single fucking one. So I hit all of the audiences. And and that's good. And that works for you. I, I don't have, I mean, I could. I could go do all that, but then I wouldn't have time to edit podcasts and stream and all that other shit. So right. I'm just going to deal with one for right now, but you've right. been doing it like that for so long. It just comes natural to you. Like it's not yeah. something you have to think about. You've got it down to a science. You want to laugh? Um, let me see if I can find one of the pages. On my day timer, I don't know if I'm showing it right. I do MC for my model centro, and that's um, Jocelyn's Garage. And then OF is my OnlyFans, and I put three. So I released three photos there, and that was on the 28th. And then on the 29th, OnlyFans got another five. So I look at my day timer, and as I'm uploading them, I, I write it down. Like, how many days has it been since I did something on this one or that one? Or that's how I do it. Well, that's I, pretty cool. I actually on focus on OnlyFans. I put it to release something every twenty four hours because I got a lot of things in the queue. So that way, it'll always post something every day. Well, see, that's what I do is I write it down and I 
uh, schedule it in the queue for two or three weeks or a month or whatever. Yeah. I love that mm-hmm. queue, man. Fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really big on OnlyFans to begin with because I would have to upload every single day. And I'm like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. And then when they got that cue, I'm like, oh, oh, it's on, bitches. <laughs> I love OnlyFans. I just don't like their streaming platform on there. It, it's uh, not consistent. You do it. I don't do it. Yeah, I do it every Friday. And it's not consistent. It breaks. Um, people get knocked out. It won't oh. save the recording. It, it just depends on how it how it wants to work that day. D minus. Badoop goes, it's a D minus streaming on OnlyFans. But man, I, do I give effort. I saw you posting, you know, it's date night, it's Friday, blah, 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 and all this stuff. So you're marketing it. That's a bummer that a bunch of people... If that's happening with like 20 people, imagine, you know, if you tried to get like 80 people in there at once, that's ridiculous. Maybe you could mm-hmm. record it. Maybe you could record it on um, a different platform and then upload it. Oh, we can definitely, I can definitely record and upload and they get videos like that. And I can definitely um, screen record through my phone because that's how I stream it is through my phone. I do it mobily. So I can do it that way. It's just, no, no. I like that live interaction once a week and it's a different, it's not like my camimodels.com. It, it's, oh, no. I could be taking a fucking walk with the dogs. I could be anywhere and we're just having well, what a conversation. I mean, what I mean by that is like Periscope. So it's still an interaction, but that would be free. That would be free. Never mind. Oh, but do thank you for choosing my drink. Oh, what are you drinking? <laughs> Moscow Mule? No, it's the rest of the Baileys. And oh. I told him, oh, yeah, there's enough. No, it's like this much Baileys. Damn. <laughs> and then I put a whole bunch of ice in it. I was like, come on and melt. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to be hammered by the end of this. <laughs> oh, Baileys? That's a lot of fucking Baileys. I, you know, I don't drink at home. So. I'm I'm starting to kick it up a notch. I'm starting to drink at home. I'll drink oh, alone now. I drink every Saturday night at home. Every Saturday night? Every Saturday night, Club Corona, and I Snapchat it. In fact, Badoop and I go back and forth because I'll watch his fire, his music and stuff because he goes on before I do because he's three hours ahead. And then it's my turn. <laughs> God, get used to it. That's all we can do these days. Well, they are starting to open up Las Vegas just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I was talking to Nexus and they're, they're not opening Pennsylvania. They're like, Nexus, how about you stay the fuck at home? <laughs> He's not happy. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. But I hear people are having Zoom parties or trunk parties. Have you heard of the trunk parties? pull into a parking lot. Is yep. that like like Halloween? You pull into the a parking kids, lot. The kids that trick or treat from car to car? I've never heard of that. Same what? Mm-hmm. I don't know okay. what you're talking about. People don't want their kids to go up to a house or something like that. So like the police department, fire department, they started putting together, bring your kids, come over to this park, go into this parking lot and every trunk, every car is look at it, pussies. Every, I know, huh? Mm. Do you <laughs> guys they, need helmets too while you go up to the doors? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Our only thing was we weren't allowed to eat the candy unless we got home. And, you know, because in my day, it was razor blades and the apples. Now, I have We're not allowed church- to give out apples now. <laughs> I've heard of churches, you know, you trick yep. a treat at churches, and I've heard the mall back in the day used to just go from store to store. Store to store. Yep. Um, but I know I didn't know about the trunk ones, but I we yeah. have this parking lot over near um our park. But you nobody- have a couple of them by your house. Yeah, but there's one that didn't get fully done. 
but it, it's a great big parking lot. And I see trunk parties there all the time where they're all circled up like a tailgate and they're all sitting and they're having drinks in there. Okay, if you're, you're going to go, I want to go. Well, I don't oh. know these people. I can't just like. Well, that's the whole point. You I get to know your neighbors. I can't crash somebody's parking lot party. Why? <laughs> I'm bored. Will you be my friend? I mean, we could do it, but we could just do our own with our circle of friends. <laughs> you got to like merge with the other circle of friends too. Fine, but we need to have our circle. They have their circle and then we'll unite because you know, one of us is going to roam over. <laughs> oh, that'll be me. We'll have to leash you to the car so my you problem don't go is, too far. <laughs> yeah, my problem is that whole six foot rule. I'm going to be bumping and bouncing off shit. I'm going to eventually hit you. <laughs> Not driving. I just mean walking, walking. Yeah, walking. Yeah. She will bang into you. It's I not love. a joke. <laughs> One Badoop length. <laughs> One Badoop length. She and me crashes wedding receptions. Oh my God. They made a movie about you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Didn't it end with funerals? Crashing funerals at the end? Yeah, with Will Ferrell. I don't I don't remember. It's been a while. So Bad Badoop answered this question. He goes, Hi, Rebecca and Jocelyn. I'm currently listening to Sick Addictions 235, and I'm about 20 minutes in. You were spectacular about the first podcast, which got me thinking too. So I did some unscientific search of my old emails and came up with this one from Rebecca in 2014. It looks like this was around the beginning. I thought you might find it interesting. 2014, so... Good so six years. Mm-hmm. Good six years. How did that go so fast? I don't know. It just it started off every Tuesday. I needed to be at your house by three. And we would go in and I would do I would end up doing my show first. And then it would go from there. Mm -hmm. So and then your co-host wasn't showing up mm -hmm. and I was sitting there because you were the producer, but I kept talking to you and I'm like, just grab the mic and talk. And that's how it all happened. And then we took phone calls. Oh God. <laughs> that was horrible. But all of this stuff <laughs> is still there. You that guys. was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. And you would tell people like, stay on topic. And, and, uh, the guy's like, but I love to see you in those, in, on Cinemax. <laughs> you know, when we had to take phone calls for, um, cherry pop, remember we did that a couple of years ago, <laughs> those phone calls were creepy too. I really like the chat room cause I can pick and choose what I'm going to say and who yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Plus we have that $5 a month anti-troll fee. Ah. Because yes. they, they want to keep up with the topic and all that stuff. And and it keeps the idiots out. So It truly does. And, and you know. We, we that's true. You see what Badoop said? He goes, but Jocelyn's titles pulled me in. Now, he's a forever a Rebecca Love fan. No question, no doubt, no nothing. But when I started saying crazy shit Honey, on my – he was, uh, yeah, he admitted he couldn't help it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got to hear what this shit's about. What was it? Um, the first um, one? I, there was one that really, that yeah. really got It was your him. very, it was, I don't know, but it was, yeah, that was the first one. I can't remember. Something started... about the Trump and um, grab me, uh, grab me by the pussy. I'm a bowling ball or, or something like that. Something like I had to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. He was done for at that point. But since then, you know, it's all about the hashtags and the, the taglines and all this bullshit. So you have very, 
<laughs> fun and interesting titles on sick addictions. I just have straight to the point. This is what we're going to fucking learn about today. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if this is what you're looking for, adult webcamming or phone sex, just pick it. <laughs> True. <It's> true. <sighs> so speaking of titles, because one of ours was strip clubs in the 21st century, I found an article that said nudity and face ma mask club Omaha plans to reopen next week. If churches can be open, club Omaha owner Shane Harrington decided so can a strip club because a church can fit up to 300 people and we're not even going to try that. The club's reopening is an echo from the past. In November 1918, a burlesque show became the first lawful public gathering after restrictions have been lifted during the 1918 flu pan pandemic. Pan pandemic. Pandemic. Uh, the theater decided to open for a 12.01 a.m. burlesque show, and the crowds lined up for admission. So good for you. Set, set it, it. Rebecca said it. Yeah, it's, it's going it. to happen. It, it's going to happen. You just got to go with the times and move into the 21st, and let's be a virtual reality club. Right. But today's uh, podcast, I found an article in – I really want to discuss it and we never talk about it. We might like just have sprinkles here and there, but this is about the adult performers paychecks. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about what people really make in the industry. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't want anybody to squirm away. We're just going to answer as truthfully as possible. And I found an article that kind of throws it out there already. So we'll just... We'll just to see if we confirm with that. So here's how things break down. For a traditional sex scene between a man and a woman, the average actress compensation is typically between eight to a thousand, depending on the studio's budget. Top tier performers can earn as much as fifteen, occasionally two thousand, while newcomers with with bad reputations might earn as little as three hundred. It's true, it does count on your on your reputation. Your reputation, reputation. is everything. And um, the company. Yeah. And what you bring to the table, because you might right. have a large following. You might be controversial. Who knows? Mainstream going to porn could be anything. So let's talk about it. Female I've seen. Go ahead. Can I, I want to throw something in Do really it. quick Give it because I've worked behind the scenes and I've seen some, some people uh, with really big followings and I'm strictly talking about women right now. Where a boy girl, one female, made twenty three hundred for a regular everyday boy girl, where the next scene the girl only made seven hundred. It it's your reputation, it's your following, it's how is it worth it to them to pay that dollar amount? So with her, it was worth it. And of course, I won't name names, and good for her. Um, I've seen it go uh, for bigger companies. That are well, well, well known, uh, as low as 700 for the scene, but for not well known companies, not real big, I've seen it go for 300. So that's my top and bottom. Your top is how much? 2300 for one penis. You know, since you said that, it says mm -hmm. female performers, man slash woman scenes, which I don't know why they're using that tech terminology when it's BG. <laughs> Right. It's BG. Um, but you're right. It, it's between three to 1,500 just, just regular performers. We're not talking about the ones that go all the way up to 2,000, 2,500, depending on how big their name is and what they bring to the table. But the average, yeah, around three to 1,500, depending on how long and what you're doing in the scene. What do you bring to the table? Are you worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when I got onto scene and you're, you're talking 20 years ago and I feel like these rates haven't really changed much mm -hmm. because 20 years ago, my going rate when I first got in was eight boy, girl. And that was 20 years ago. So these rates really haven't changed much. And I think it's because of the internet. They're a diamond dozen, you know? So female performer, all women scene. It says here, well, how about you guess? I, I want you to guess. All right, ready? 
Female performer, all women seen from low to high. Oh, see, I have questions. I have questions. Is there any type of penetration? Is it just diddling each other or is one of us going to take a strap on? Um, let's go for balls to the wall. It also can go between 300 to, uh, I'd say high would be a thousand. And that's like, this is the top bitch is a thousand. They have seven to 12 on here. Seven to 12. Yeah. And I was going to go as low as three. I've seen it. <sighs> go low like five six but again i'm outdated from 20 years ago see i'm talking about i always had it like 10 100 or 200 these. less than boy girl that's how i remember it back in the day but yeah times have changed you're probably hitting the nail on the head instead of well I booked a girl girl one time and I believe I made six for it. And it was funny because they were like, oh, it's just a girl girl. Okay, no problem. You know, licking, kissing, fingers, whatever. And then all of a sudden they were like, okay, well, one of you is going to be wearing a strap on and all this stuff. And I looked at the dude and I said, number one, that's not what we discussed. Number two, unless you plan on paying me more, you better talk to her about taking that strap. And he's like... Oh, I was ready to call the scene because as far as I was concerned, he, um, bullshitted me. Mm, so if there's penetration, exactly. if there's penetration, there's, uh, it's a different, it's a different thing. And I don't like toys in me. Mm -mm. It's real or forget it. I don't, I, mm. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Usually they'll tell you everything that's going to happen in the scene and what they're looking for. I don't know how many new toys I got to go home with because you can't use them again. Right. I got brand new toys and I got to pick an extra toy on the way out. So I had tons, tons of toys. Okay. Now, something I want you guys to understand is Rebecca shot for a different style of company than I did. And I learned early on, I bring my own toys. Nobody's toys go near me. And that's because some of the companies that I started with were really low budget and they would clean the toys, but they wouldn't give you the toy. Oh no, these were, you pick them right out of the, the box. They just arrived from the warehouse and you get a brand new toy. Right. I didn't work for those companies. I got ya. <laughs> got you. So I got souvenirs with mine. <laughs> right. And I started messing with those bigger companies and stuff and mm. went, oh, this is kind of nice. But I learned mm. really quick to bring my own stuff. So, well, you know what? Now I bring my own stuff. I mean, there's times that we'll go to Taylor, Taylor made clips, and right. I'll bring my toys and, and all. I mean, I got plenty of them. No need to like dish out. Right. I'm good to go. And I, th I think it's changed over time anyway, because a lot of us have our own toys, our favorite toys, unique looking critters that we can just bring to set and have fun with. Right. Bring your own tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us have really cool toys. Mm -hmm. All right. How much <laughs> do you think a male performer makes? Hi, guys. This is Rebecca Love. Why aren't you a member of the fan club? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that too direct? Get over to adultfilmstarnetwork.com. Hit the button for the fan club. It's only $5 a month. It's a private link into our Discord. And you can participate with all the shows. But not only that, we can send you an alert 15 minutes before showtime. So you'll never miss a live unfiltered podcast ever again. Not like we did it in the past, but this is the future. So go to adultfilmstarnetwork.com and click on the fan club. We'll see you in there. This is, let's just go boy, girl. Boy, girl. I will tell you the lowest that I've seen, the highest that I've seen. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you my average, just from my experience working with and um, behind the scenes, actually cutting checks. 
the lowest that I've seen is $50. (sighs) The highest that I've seen is $1,000. Comes with reputation, all this stuff. The average that I've seen, now you've got to remember, um, uh, is anywhere between 200 and 500 per seat. Do you know what they have down here? I'd love to hear it. 500 to 1500. I'm going to say male performers, that's got to be for gay porn too. Because I know gay porn, they make a lot. Um, gay starts at about seven and can go up to about 12, unless you're getting DP'd in your butthole by two other guys. You know what I mean? Then you're going to hit about 1800. Gaia. So. I don't know. Yeah. I thought these figures were a little high, but then again, I've never seen a male performer's paycheck and I don't dare to ask. Oh, I've cut males, male performers. See, paychecks, you would know. So I know. I, yeah. I, but I've I also no done it. I've also done it for smaller companies and I, where they just divvy up cash and then um, where I'm friends with these people. And then um, I've worked for bigger companies and stuff. And Cheeky Me said something about what was it? Vivid is one of the biggest out here. And yes, those are the companies that Rebecca worked for and I didn't. Yeah, I think Browsers, MindGeek is way bigger than Vivid now. Yes, but they don't do like the high scale um, parodies and stuff like that where- Mm, uh, Like feature films? Still, right. Yep. Okay. They don't do that. They are bigger because they own more URLs and stuff like that. They're not mom and pop shops where, you know, a penis, uh, you know, a stunt cock is, is $50, you know, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're in between and they've stayed in between. And instead of going higher production, they open up another store. So their franchise so huge. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. They have quantity, not quality. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, their quality. Their quality is not so bad. Their quality is not so bad. And mm-hmm. they've got really good directors. And these are some of the directors that I know started with way smaller companies where, uh, you know, a stunt cock is getting 150, maybe 200. And, um, you know, going from there. So, yeah. Well, but dupe, when it comes to a stunt cock, here's the thing. Unless you're a name dude, um, nobody wants to see your goddamn face. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot the of dick. POV now. There's a lot of yeah. POV. And and it's literally a stunt cock. Nobody cares about the guy's face. Nobody cares about his voice, you know, any of that stuff. It is strictly a stunt cock. If your cock doesn't work, we don't need you. We'll move on to the next one. Take you off the list. Yeah. So it really is a stunt cock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might, yeah, you might need the face and gay porn though. We're just talking about regular boy girl. Yeah. We're just talking regular boy girl because with the guys, it just, it all depends, you know, for the gay stuff. It just depends on what they're doing and how big their name is. Well, let's also get behind the camera. Are you ready? Let's talk about people's paycheck that work behind the scenes and are not the performers directly in front of the camera. Directors can make, and and they have it down here for a thousand to three thousand. Yeah, you're, it, you're talking vivid, mm-hmm. you know, wicked, vivid stuff like that. You know, from a thousand to three thousand. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, is it, it, is that three thousand for a week long parody? Well, I would think it's per movie, not then clip it, per movie. Okay, Wicked and Vivid are the only ones that I know shoot movies. All right, so if we have to cut that down, I maybe a director only gets five hundred per per scene. Yeah, scenes. And then the scenes are put on a DVD or in a cluster, and now you've got an actual movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's 
one day he spent shooting Rebecca Love and somebody and then me and somebody and then, you know, Stunning Summer and somebody. Those are three days. So is he only making the $1,000 for five days work? Is he making 500 per scene? It depends. Honest to God, what I do know is um, a lot of companies will turn around and say, and this is smaller companies, I will give you $3,000 for a full bush movie, a MILF full bush boy girl. Give you three grand. Well, if they can um, get a cheap hotel or they can work out a deal for a location because they um, share their location and, uh, you know, go back and forth, they barter. Um, so they get that money. They don't have to pay $500, $700 for a location. Um, they can do all the still photos and the lighting and all that stuff themselves. So they don't have a crew. They're just a man of one, crew of one. That's it. So it's a lot more work and they pay the guy $150 and then they pay the girl $700. They get to keep the change. Well, that's what I figured a director does is keep the change. If he's thrifty and can budget, he'll make more money. And that's how the smaller companies work. Yeah. That I know for a fact. Camera person. Five that to is seven. a director. Well, let's just say it's like Vivid, because I know Vivid had a director and a camera person. It says five to seven here. Um, sound tech, three to four. Production assistant, one to 250. See, these have to be for the bigger companies. Yeah. 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 Writers, because... The ones that I were on, there were scripts. They make between two fifty to four per scene. I I'm gonna say script. Like right. if per it's script? a feature, if it's a feature film. I I'm, I know, right? I've read like, some hideous fucking scripts. I know. And seriously, they should have to pay us for reading it and having to act <laughs> that shit out. Motherfucker needs to pay me an extra fifty dollar for for regurgitating his crap. Maybe we should just write a fucking script and start selling it to the companies. You know, and the thing is, is I've seen you know because I know people that build sets. Um, that are PAs, you know, that, um, and PAs and, and sound, some of those guys do both because mm. paperwork is done and then they go over and do sound. Okay. So are they getting like a two for one deal? A lot the of company? times, mm. sometimes, sometimes they're paid well. Sometimes it's like, oh, this is your day rate. And it just depends on who you work for. Well, it's all down to the negotiations. Absolutely. But then once your crew's together, like Vivid, Wicked, VC, back in the day, it was always the same people, really. They had their set crew in place. And then they had their um, alternates if somebody was sick or couldn't show up. Yes. Yes. And then their builders and stuff. Their builders that'll look at the the horrific script. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, uh, look at it and go, okay, we're going to build this. We're going to do that. You know, oh, they're going to have to walk through this door. So we have to shoot it from this angle and that angle. A lot of their builders have to know what the, um, what the shots are going to be. I got to to build a hallway. I don't know how many times I've showed up to a browser set, read the script and go, what the fuck? Why? Who's writing this shit? Does anybody even care? And I'm going, no, why would they? They just want to like get that, that piece of me out there as quick as possible. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely correct. Still photographers, 500 might be lower now because you could take Uh, pictures. I mean, even our cameras take great pictures now. No, but the thing is, is if it's going on to a high res, you know, a 4K, whatever, somebody's going to be on your site watching it on their 4K TV because they can, you can't have something that was done on an iPhone. Gotcha. 
So, and then lighting is a really big deal. Of course. So, so that, that right there, there's a, I've seen people come in and go, oh yeah, I could do this and do that. And I've looked at the pictures going, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> no, I have to, I've looked at photos going, wait a minute, that there's too much shadow and they're too close to the background. And yeah, I'm always picking shit apart. Right. And it's just how my mind works. You know, I do stuff on my phone because I'm doing it at home. I'm coming up with ideas on my own and all this stuff. And you know what you're getting. I don't have a whole crew, so I'm not going to act like I do. Mm -hmm. But if you come in and want to be paid like you're one of the crew, you best come Get with your it. shit together, yeah. And, and most of those people have to have their own lights their own um, camera, their own SD cards, their own everything. Well, that's what you're paying for, right? You're paying for somebody to come in and you don't supply them with their their tools for their job. Some people will think that, that well, I'm going to come and shoot for you. So you have the camera, right? You have the lights, right? Oh, you'd be floored. Get the I've, fuck out. I just hired I've a photographer that doesn't have lights or a camera or SD. Go right. fuck yourself. Yeah. I've seen it though. Then what the yeah. hell am I paying for? Anyway. Their smile. Another one, makeup artist. Oh, yeah. They actually make good money. Yeah. They have a day rate and they have a per head if you don't need them all day. So I, if look, makeup artists can make up to 500 day rate or let's say 150 a head to 100 to 150 a head, right? And then they can just leave. It's called a come and go. I think out of all these people, I would want to be the makeup artist. You know how many jobs you can get booked? Not just with porn, but you got mainstream. I, we live in fucking Vegas. People are coming and going and they want their makeup done. We got AVN. Out of all these jobs, I would say be a fucking makeup artist. Absolutely. I've actually, there's this one makeup artist here in, in Vegas that I'm in love with. And her name is Angie. And she is this little teeny tiny Asian girl. I mean tiny. I know who you're talking about. And she, you can have a model come in and she's just like a diva or whatever. And she has this bitch on lock by the time her makeup is done. She's in a good mood. She's very positive. Angie reads them, communicates with them. Plus, I've seen Angie do everything from a regular boy, girl, to trans, to, I, I it, she is unfucking believable And I've actually hired her to come to my house and do makeup for a family member. That's awesome. And I paid her 150 bucks because she's worth it. Makeup artists, look, you're not going to be judged that you did porn. Let's say you want a job after porn. Makeup artists, first of all, you have all the connections with the adult world. What? Why are you looking at me with that face? It's oh. makeup. Yeah, it's, it's makeup. makeup. Yeah. Movie yeah. set makeup. Movie ready, movie lighting makeup. Yeah. So you could actually, and you won't be judged. I don't know how many times I've had, um, oh gosh, this was back in the day, but I I was getting my makeup done and she was like, yeah, I was a performer back in the day. And then I went to school and you only have to go to school, I think less than a year. Yeah. Less than a year. And you're out there. Of course you have to get your portfolio built up and stuff, but yeah, you can be working ASAP. Yep. Making good yep. money, booking yourself out, being an independent contractor. You're your own boss. Pick and choose your jobs. Word of mouth too. And not only do you do makeup, but a lot of times you're also doing wardrobe. You'll do two jobs in one, but it's great money. Because the you get people to show up casual, you get mm -hmm. to be friends with everybody. You know, there are some people that I've seen be really nasty to the makeup artists and stuff. Mm. But when it comes down to that, the director or the crew will warn you. 
Because I used to warn the makeup artists like, this one's a cranky one, so be ready. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just ask more questions and make it seem like it's the the talent. It's her idea to look this way. <laughs> oh, and there's a psychology around it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, when yeah, you're dealing definitely. with, because you you're going to get divas. You just are. And they're used to their makeup one way and you're doing their makeup a different way. And then they're going to hate it. And sometimes they're going to love it. But you have to deal with that mindset. It's true. So out of all these jobs, I would say makeup artist. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one I would do. Um, it's, it's super versatile too. You can, you know, charge your family to do makeup for photos for weddings or, you know, family portraits or whatever. You can make money doing makeup uh, through everything. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Except maybe now. <laughs> but you could do tutorials in the meantime during these few months, net, um, networking, tutorials, uh, just working on your media. Yeah. Doing so. your own makeup, your own hair, posting those pictures out there to go, look at what I can do. And trust me, a lot of people are still going to hit you up during this because mm -hmm. they need their makeup done for whatever special secret event they're going to. People are still getting married. Yep, <laughs> they are. Yeah. So it's still going to happen. Another is uh, if you're an actress or dancer, they can earn up to seven to 10000 per feature gig. Um, out of experience, I probably did around... Three, 3,000 was when I was first getting onto scene that week. And the most I've ever made is 10,000 in a week. So it does fluctuate. So you're making movies, you're making the feature gigs, you're webcamming, you're doing the phone calls, all those little eggs add up. And then you lose it all to the housing market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when it was really good before 08. Yeah. 2008 mm -hmm. sucked the life out of all of us. But 2008, yeah, 2007 is when the market really started crashing. And that's when I made the leap into the adult industry. So had it not happened, I wouldn't be here today. There you go. And Survival. I, I wouldn't have you as my BFF. We would have never crossed paths. Right. Right. So it worked out. Yes, totally. guys, guys can be makeup artists too. You don't, you don't have to have tits and a vagina. I mean, you could have tits and a dick. I mean, fine. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Anybody can be a makeup artist. In, um, in California, I worked for, uh, this female director who was just fabulous and she busted her ass in order to become a director. And she had this guy do my makeup that was, wow, was he good. Really? Wow, was he good. And he was straight. He was Some straight. people just have a gift. He was an artist. Yeah, he was an artist. Yeah. It's an art form. It really is. I don't know so. if I could be a makeup artist. Remember that clown makeup I tried to do on you and – I just, yeah, I don't, I don't have that's a, a whole art thing though. That was more <laughs> of an art thing. And you got to understand there's certain things that I bring with me because I was married to an artist at one point. So there's certain things that I can do that I can draw because I was taught. I think you would be a great makeup artist. I actually do. I've seen you do your own makeup and it's fabulous. It's like, it looks professional when you go all out. Especially when you do the Queen of Hearts and all that, it's <laughs> Takes like me you like two hours to do yeah, it. Yeah, but it looks like you ha you hired someone to do your face. Yeah, I. You know how I learned that? I didn't know how to do my makeup like that. So every time I would go and have my makeup done to do a movie, to do a, a film, I would come home after the scene. I would wash off my face and all that. I got the blush and all that and the lips. I'm cool. It's the eyes that I didn't know how to do. 
So what I would do is when they were doing my eyes, I would focus on where the brush was, how it felt. <laughs> Thanks a lot. What is that that you just put? Oh, it's a female gremlin. Jesus. It's God. Greta. Greta it's- from Gremlins to the New Batch. My God, I love it. But I used to um, come home. I would take a shower after the scene. I wash off everything but the eyes. I would come home, climb up on the sink in the bathroom, and look at every single fucking thing they did before I would take a shower and wash it all off. So you would study. Right. I studied their work, and that's how I'm able to do what I do now. But it took me a good year and a half of doing that. So, you know, what about these colors? What about those colors? I still can't do my own eyebrows. I suck at that. (laughs) I can do my eyebrows when they get, when they get done by a professional, you know, plugged and waxed and all that. As soon as I come home and put the makeup on, it traces perfectly. After two weeks, now I'm trying to figure out how to get that line, especially now. (laughs) Now it's just like, thank God for bangs. Oh my God. Uh, so to so to let's see, tie this up in a nice pretty bow. Porn is an industry that and we're talking about longevity here. Porn is an industry that regularly chews up and spits out performers. Many quit after just one scene or a few months. Some stick around for a few years but then disappear. But a select few have chosen to make this a true career. And as in the mainstream world, those are the ones who tend to pocket the most. And when I read that, I was just like, I feel that. Gave me the warm and fuzzies. I feel that. Yeah. Well, after one scene, what it is, is it, even guys. I've watched a guy get chewed up and spit out after he did a scene with me. I was cool with him. And they said, look, Joss, you're really cool. So we think you can, you can break this guy in. Well, I did. And he did a good scene. Not a problem. I walked him through it, said this is what I expect, blah, blah, blah. The next scene, the chick was a bitch. He couldn't even perform. She was so rude mm. to him. And, wow. you know, so even with guys, and there's other people that go, oh, since you don't know, a new girl doesn't know, she can pick and choose who she wants to work with. You get a shitty agent or a fake agent. And, you know, that's just a half a hair above a pimp, then, yeah, she's fucking something nasty and she'll never do it again. So if you're not educated, you're absolutely right. Those things can happen. That is based on education, though. It truly is. Because when I first started out, I got that book, How to Be a Porn Star, off Amazon back in the day. And it, it taught me. It taught me what to look out for, who to go to, and the etiquette. And that's why we do these podcasts. It is why we do the podcast. And I came in with a corporate work ethic. So I'm not going to show up at a job. And <laughs> I see you laughing over there. <laughs> mm, I no. just I spy the lipstick. No, I, I looked at the lipstick, but then I see Nexus go, there was a book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you don't expect to have a book. <laughs> there was a book. <laughs> there was. There and was and the crazy part, this was 20 years ago when Amazon was just coming up. Somebody thought ahead and goes, let's do this. That was smart. Yeah. I wonder how many copies they sold. Oh my I don't God. know. I should go look on oh Amazon and see if I can find it still. I wonder if it's that even would, out there. That would be wonderful. You don't still have your copy, do you? No, I think I might have you know, giving it away to Goodwill or something. I mean, I don't <laughs> throw away books or anything, but no, you know how you have a book, <laughs> you know how you have a book box and you throw all your books in there when you're done and stuff and you give them what, I, I don't know. Did you give away like your, you know, big, big boob magazines in that box as well? No, they were just my books. Like <gasps> how to be a do- how to be a dominatrix, how to be a porn star. Oh, like whoever Jesus. got those books, and you know, 
H, uh, HTML, or God, I can't even think of it now. Website design, all that shit. They can oh, figure yeah, it HTML, out. Oh, yeah, HTML. You had it right. Okay. You nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it just wasn't sticking in my head very well, and it was coming out my mouth. Uh, Southern Charm still uses it. Oh, God. <laughs> mm. Had to say it. Had to say it. <laughs> Look at he goes, how to be a porn star at Goodwill. Well, you know it probably never got to the shelf. Somebody no, saw didn't. that in the box and goes, no, and we're taking kept that. It. Yeah, <laughs> and kept it as a fucking novelty. They were not offended. They were mm-hmm. keeping it because they wanted to read that shit. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I should have signed it. Oh my oh my God. How cool would that be? <clears throat> totally. Whoever had oh, that awesome. book, yeah. Too bad. Didn't think that far ahead. I didn't know this was going to be an absolute career. Did not know. Didn't know. Didn't know. So we did get an iTunes review, um, but it it wasn't like a true review. All it said was something. And first, it wasn't a it wasn't a five star. It, it wasn't it wasn't a good review. wasn't a bad review. But basically, they were saying something about. Um, where are the men? I think you need Big Al and Mr. Thumper added to the team. Roxanne. I don't know who Big Al and Mr. Thumper is, let alone if they have a great podcast. I'm all about sticking someone up on the network. Podcast review trolls. Oh, is that what that is? Because I wasn't yeah. sure what this was. I thought maybe you might know who Big Al and Mr. Thumper is. I, uh, I don't know. Okay. Not a clue. Not All a clue. Right. No, it's a troll. It's totally a troll. Oh, my you know, bad. Just going through because I've seen a lot of that stuff happening. You know, oh. where, where people are just, oh, you can do reviews. Oh, they're gonna read this. <laughs> yeah, just keyboard warriors. That's that's what that is. Got you. So yeah. Well, that was it. We did it. That was it. That was it. I wrapped it up. I, I went through everything that I found in that article and discussed it with you guys. I mean, the I end. Like that. I would like to know where they got their numbers from and stuff like that. I think they you know got I mean? most of them from Vivid because there was a lot of um, – to Steve Herschel, there was oh, yeah. a – yeah, there was a lot of quotes and stuff. So I'm going to say Vivid came up with those numbers. See, and it's just like with um, Mind Geek and stuff like that, uh, and Wicked Vivid. They're not the only game in town. It's just like with mm-hmm. with Playboy. Oh, she made you know two hundred thousand for this layout in Playboy. Yeah, that's not how much they pay for a layout in Big Boob Magazine, right? Or Big Butt Magazine. Even when you make the cover, you know. So. It cracks me up when when people do that. Do me a favor and forward me over that article if you still have it. I'm really interested. I still have it. I'll, I'll send okay. it over. I just thought it was interesting because I don't see a lot out there talking about money or giving you figures or breaking it down. So I figured if I was a performer getting into the business or want to be or talent, I would be curious what people make. Before I sold my soul to the devil. Right. Yeah. There's, there's some people, I mean, I threw my, uh, uh, profile, I guess, um, back up on sexy jobs just for shits and giggles. Somebody mentioned sexy jobs and I went, Oh, I forgot about that. Turned out I haven't gone on there in so long. They deleted my profile and I'm like, Oh yeah, it's been a minute. Sorry. Like four years. I've been busy. <laughs> a minion. <laughs> so we discussed sexy job um I think a couple podcasts ago because I'm still on there, but I update all my shit. Once in a blue moon, I might get somebody doing mass, you know, emails to different people. And it's mainly webcam. I started getting a whole bunch of webcam stuff. And then I started getting um, a lot of blowjob stuff, which I thought was funny because I'm like, yeah, I'm not your bitch, but I'll go ahead and entertain you by, you know, replying because obviously you're just looking going, oh yeah, she'd be good on camera. She'd be good on camera. And there's a lot of stuff I don't do when it comes to that. I'm not going to choke myself out because I think the sound of somebody puking their guts up is unattractive. 
So. <laughs> well, a lot of times there'll be scouts, agents. Yeah. Um, and what I do is I give them the karaoke triple X. I'm like, here, if you want to scout or find people, here you go. Right. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. But so. yeah, it's, it's interesting how people come up with some of these numbers and all of that stuff. Like, seriously, I know guys that do a full blown scene and they get paid $50. Ugh. Yep. Yeah. I just, <sighs> it is what it is. They're trying to make the money. They're trying to make a name. Okay. I can see in the beginning trying to make a name because you're, because think about it. You have to pay for schooling. You have to pay for certain things to get ahead in the world. Same concept. So you have to pay your dues. I understand that in the beginning. I do. Yeah. Just as long as they don't stay that way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you're not gaining, then let's just get out and call it a day. (laughs) Right. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Well, guys, you've been listening to Adult Film Star Network, and this has been the podcast about adult performers' paychecks. So, yeah. AFSM, where the sex goes straight to your head. You which one? You've been listening to Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. So, uh, you want to spend some more time with Rebecca? Find her on Twitter at Rebecca Love XXX and on her official website, RebeccaLove.com. And catch all the great shows on Adult Film Star Network. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.